0: This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1877, how multiple English verb tenses can spice up your story. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host.
1: What is the secret to telling an interesting story? It's not perfect grammar, but it's being flexible with your grammar. Listen in today to find out how to own the room with your dynamic stories in English.
0: This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team. But it can be time-consuming, reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use indeed to hire great talent fast listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com a e e just go to indeed.com a e e right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Hey there, Aubrey. How's it going today? Good to see you on video.
1: Yes, right? Check us out on YouTube if you're not. It's kind of fun to like see the faces and all of our crazy hand gestures and expressions.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's true. I have a question for you. All right. So Aubrey, when was the last time you had your wires crossed? Oh man, that's a fun idiom, right? Um, to yes.
1: have wires crossed means to, there's a misunderstanding. You failed to understand something. Yeah. And this did happen to me just a couple of days ago. Okay. I got my wires crossed when a neighbor sent me a photo of one of her plants. Uh-huh. And she said she was worried it wouldn't survive.
0: Ah, And I
1: said, it does look a little droopy good luck. She (laughs) texted back, does it look droopy? Oh, no, I just bought it. I had misunderstood and thought that she had owned it for some time and it was struggling. Oh, no. <laughs> I really felt bad for criticizing her new plant. I was like, call, I called her and I'm like, I need to clarify. I'm sorry. It was over text. We didn't understand. Oh, so no. We got that's our like, wires crossed a bit.
0: That's like if you go to a dinner party and you're like, oh, these cookies are awful. Are these store bought and someone next to you had bought the cookies and they were their favorite you know, meal to yes. cook or bacon. <laughs>
1: Yes, right. Just misunderstandings. It happens to all of us. It happens to native speakers and to language learners, right? If you are feeling solidarity here, which means you have this in common with us, you feel the same feeling. It's uh, everyone, right? This happens to all of us.
0: It happens to all of us. And what I thought was interesting about this little story you shared about your neighbor is that you were really flipping between tenses here, Aubrey. I mean, did you feel that as you were moving between different tenses? Yes. We're not for sticking sure. with that same tense like our textbooks would ha- would have us think.
1: Right? Exactly right. That's what we want to dive into today. You yeah. can't just tell a story about the past and tell the whole thing in past simple tense. It oh my just gosh, so doesn't boring. work. That's not what natives do. We're jumping around from one tense to another, depending on what you mean and and the order at which it happened, especially if you're talking about something and then something
0: happened and and then yes. i didn't
1: realize that like the t- the order is just always all crazy
0: it's true and i think our listeners you guys know this because in your native language i'm sure you do this too but for some reason when we learn a language we try to isolate these tenses at the at the intermediate level so at your level guys intermediate to advanced you want to already embrace this fact you know a great place to go is to listen to our group conversations Right. Our conversations in coffee program, Aubrey, is a great example of that because there are three or four voices talking and we're always going back different tenses, future, past, past, progressive, past, perfect, everything. They're all in there. That's
1: such a good point. Right. And and this is a very key skill to to know which tense to use. Mm-hmm. And we we say this all the time on Aller's English. The more you take in English, the more it's just going to sound right to you, which one you're going to need to use. Yes. But it is also really helpful to, to sort of pick apart a story and say, okay, which tense should, did they use here and why? That's super helpful just to understand.
0: Yeah, I've had this thought recently. I think I had this thought when I was speaking to someone and I saw myself do this and I thought our listeners would love to know this and to work on this. I think this is one of those huge pieces. If you guys can grasp this for listening and speaking, you can move to that near native 99% fluency level. Right, Aubrey?
1: Yes, exactly. Right.
0: Yes, I love it. So where should we go from here? How are we going to you know, share this with our listeners?
1: Yes. Awesome. Okay, so I think what we should do is take that little story I told. Okay, and we're going to kind of pick apart the different sentences and let you see which tense I was using. We're not going to dive in today on why. Why would we choose one over the other? Because that, guys, grammar is complicated and it's a big discussion for each tense why we choose which one. Okay. Uh, We are very soon going to dive a little more into past perfect, which I I used some here. Yeah. And so definitely follow, make sure you don't miss that episode Mm. because this is a very difficult tense and we're going to simplify it. We're going to make it clear why we choose past perfect.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's no way we can show you guys all these tenses today in this episode. That's why you want to hit follow on All English Podcast so that you don't miss it. We are going to try to do more grammar stuff this fall for you guys, but obviously we're going to make it fun as we always do. So you guys are going to have a good time learning these grammar tenses. Good stuff, Aubrey. All right. Awesome. Where do we start? Let's break down the story because, you you know, it was a little fast. So let's break it down for oh, our yes. listeners and show us how we used these different tenses.
1: Perfect. Okay, so start at the beginning. I was saying, I got my wires crossed last night. So Mm -hmm. we're starting here with the simple past. And that's usually what we do when we're telling a story in the past. It Mm -hmm. usually starts in the simple past, right? Right. I'm I'm wanting to set the scene. I'm letting you know this. And it's often with one thing that happened in the past, right? I got my wires crossed last night.
0: Yeah. And I just want to mention, we have done episodes. I think, Aubrey, you and I did a great episode on how to set the stage for a story yes. to make sure people are listening to you before you go into that story, right? Oh, yeah.
1: With the hook, right? Yes. Make it engaging. Oh, don't miss that episode. That was a fun one.
0: Yeah. Go back into the summer episodes, guys, and check out that episode uh, so that you you know don't go into a story without making sure you have people's attention because that's embarrassing. You start telling a story and then you look around and no one's looking at you and you just kind of... You know, curl up and feel embarrassed. Does that ever happen to you? It doesn't. It it sounds like you're a good storyteller, Aubrey. It's still, that that
1: still does happen sometimes because I'm a little bit of a TMI person, which means too much information. So sometimes I'll be telling a story and then realize like I'm probably sharing personal details (laughs) I shouldn't be. uh, Should I be embarrassed? Should I be humiliated? That for sure has happened to me.
0: (laughs) So that, but for you, does that happen in the middle of the story? Like as you're about to share the details? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. I'll like start and I'm like, okay, maybe this is TMI, but Uh, it's funny. funny. So I'm going to
0: share it. (laughs) I'm sure our listeners can relate to that. So make sure you have the stage set and what you're about to share is appropriate, right? That makes sense. (laughs) Um, All right. So we set the stage and we use usually a simple past form. Keep it simple. Right. Yeah. And then we're still using simple
1: past here. My neighbor sent me a photo of her plant. And then this is interesting. We move into passive voice. She is worried it won't survive. Hmm. So, so much complicated grammar to think about. And we're using all of them within a couple sentences, right?
0: Oh, okay. And we could also say she was worried. I, I would tend Definitely. to say she was worried it wouldn't survive. Oh, we got a few different things going on here, yeah, Aubrey.
1: That's the, it's interesting to think about how there are options, right? Yes. When I'm telling this story, and I think I even, if you go back and listen to me, and I think I said she, w- she um, was worried it wouldn't survive. That's what I would and, say. Uh, there's there's options for sure, right? Mm-hmm. Because if I'm describing something she told me, there are options for how I can say that. She's yes. worried it wouldn't survive. She's worried it won't survive. There, yeah, right. It's it's we're flexible sometimes a little right. bit, right? And
0: and why would you? So we're not going to go into the nitty gritty about each of these, but why would you use? She is worried it won't survive versus she was worried it wouldn't survive. A bit of the. Like, how current it is. Like, it's almost like, is worried it won't survive as you're coming out of the conversation. Yeah. And you're okay, just so This is interesting, in right? Yeah. Because
1: so I wrote this right after it happened, actually. And yeah. So, so it's I wrote, more relevant. she is worried it won't survive because she had just said this to me. It's but more Now, pertinent. when I went to tell this story today because it happened a few days ago, yes. Then it feels more natural to me to be like, oh, she was worried it wouldn't survive because I I'm telling about something that happened a few days ago. Right. So it's
0: almost like when you use that present tense, she's worried it won't survive. You're coming out of the yep. telling of the story. You're saying this is the current condition of my neighbor. And we're in this right now, guys. Exactly. Okay. That's really interesting, interesting. for our listeners here. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So then to continue here, um, I, I, I
1: quoted myself, mm-hmm. which is interesting. You know, I'm like, oh, I said it does look a little droopy. Good mm-hmm. luck. And so past tense, I said, but then because I'm quoting myself, I'm saying what I actually said. And that's present okay. tense. It does look a little droopy. Good
0: luck. Yes. Okay, good. So the important thing is here, you're you're now telling the story where you're quoting yourself, right? Yep. So I said, it does look a little droopy. Good luck. And you do want to change your voice there, your tone right? of voice when, when you quote yourself, yourself.
1: Your intonation changes to mm. almost to imitate yourself. That's interesting.
0: interesting. Yeah. And here's the big, oh, the big mistake, right? The um, the moment when you were embarrassed. Does it yes. look droopy, right? She texted back, does it look droopy? Oh, no, I just bought it. <laughs> that was a droopy yes. plant.
1: <laughs> so I was accidentally criticizing her plant. Droopy means like the leaves look kind of sad, like it needs watered. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> I did not mean to criticize a plant she had just bought, but I thought that's what she was saying. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Just uh, got our wires crossed a bit.
0: Okay, good. And then you, so you use the past perfect here at the end, right? Yes.
1: so... Here we have past perfect tense, which is a little less common in English. We don't hear it quite as often. No. Yeah. But when it's appropriate, you want to know how to use it, right? Mm-hmm. I said, I had misunderstood and thought she had owned it for some time mm-hmm. and it was struggling. Oh, goodness. So we have that past perfect. I had misunderstood. Yes. And then past perfect. She had owned it. Yes. And yes. then uh, we have a continuous here. It was struggling because that's something that would happen over a period of time. Yeah. Goodness. You guys, you- we definitely will need to do past perfect soon because that's yeah. that's a lot to get into why we use past perfect. Right? It's a little complicated. It's something that had already happened mm-hmm. before something else happened in the past. Yes. So, ooh, so native and natural mm-hmm. to be able to use it correctly or to know when you need it. We oh will definitely gosh. go into that in an episode very soon.
0: Yeah. And the key takeaway for today, guys, is just to know that you need all of these at the same time, right? We're not staying in a one-track mindset where we're just telling this story in past tense because you end up sounding boring and not appropriate, right? It's not appropriate for the timestamps of these things. When do these things happen? What happened first? We need to know.
1: Exactly. Right. And we actually had future there. It won't survive. Right. She's Mm. worried it won't survive, will not survive in the future. Then we ended with the past. I felt bad for criticizing. Oh, goodness. There's so many tenses when we tell a story. So I think it is interesting to think about when you tell a story, don't stop and think I need to be using the past tense.
0: Yes. Right? No, you have it. to be
1: flexible. Use all these different tenses.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, and again, as you said earlier, Aubrey, the key here is listening. Listen to especially back and forth dialogue between two people or storytelling podcast, True Crime. What's your favorite True yes. Crime podcast? Aubrey, give Ooh, us some mine. Names.
1: There's a really good one called Someone Knows Something, which um, some true crime podcasts are especially notable because through the reporting, they've solved the crime. And this is one of those. Yes. Like, because yes. the podcaster does this because deep the dive investigation. That's cool. They've solved the crime. And that's one of those, which very cool.
0: That is so cool. At the podcast conference, I learned about another one, which I want to listen to. It's called Scam Goddess. And the podcaster investigates different scams, uh, worldwide scams and scams within the U.S. with an air of humor, right? Because scams are ridiculous. Like the Tinder Swindler. Did you
1: watch that? I
0: don't know that one. It's on
1: Netflix. There's someone who would go on Tinder and scam women and and steal all their money.
0: Oh, God. So, yeah. I mean, and there's an of element thing. of ridiculousness, right? To scams and the way they're put together and the fact that they, people get away with it. And so she just picks this apart. She's really funny. She did a keynote talk on the stage and she had me laughing and made me want to... So check it out, guys. It's called Scam yes. Goddess. But I know um,
1: people who have been scammed. Do you? Yeah, think? I do.
0: I know people. Yeah, And it's very I sad when too. it happens. It's always people that just don't deserve it. You know, it's people no, that they don't never
1: deserve it. it. Maybe they're a little mm-hmm. less... um. You know, condescending about the world, so they're a little trusting, no judgment. But it's always so sad.
0: A Little naive. We yeah, we talked about this in I think yesterday's episode about you know a can-do attitude, anything's possible. But the flip side of that, of course, is that we're maybe more vulnerable to people that want to take advantage of us in the world, right? So yeah it's true. But the point is, guys here, listen to different kinds of podcasts. Crime would be a great one because you spend a lot of time going back into recounting the crime, hearing stories from family members, right?
1: Yes, mm-hmm. yes, for sure, right. And just as a really interesting takeaway, guys, this clarifies meaning and adds interest when you can be flexible with the verb verb tenses you're using to share a story. Mm-hmm. But like you said, Lindsay, when you take in a lot of English when you're listening to podcasts it just starts sounding right one or the other because you're hearing it correct so often
0: yeah completely i love it so good so any final words of wisdom for our listeners as they are you know trying to learn this grammar i think pick it apart one at a time when you learn it guys but then don't ever keep it apart beyond just learning the tense you yeah. know we're going to do more episodes like we said it's on total. each of these tenses but then expect to or to integrate them as soon as you can not just when you get to that yes. super advanced level integrate them early in your learning
1: totally just memorizing what they're called and what it was is not going to help you that much communicate. The average native speaker who hasn't studied grammar a lot will t- will be able to tell you what sounds correct, but they probably won't be able to explain why or name the verb tenses because that's not as helpful when you're trying to communicate.
0: Yeah, don't get stuck in the names and, you know, understanding why, why, why. Listen to the language, take it in and try to understand the context, right? Listen to that, what happened with that crime and understand the context of when things happened. That'll put the pieces into place for you guys. So good. Yes,
1: for sure. Awesome. All right, Aubrey,
0: this has been a great one. Guys, hit follow on All Ears English so you don't miss a single episode of these grammar ones coming up soon and so much more right here. Aubrey, thanks for hanging out today. You have a good day. You too. Thanks, Lindsay. Bye. Bye.